Gather round, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Campfire Collective podcast. I am your host, David, and I am joined also by my fellow co-host, Jenny. Hello, Welcome friends. on, Jenny. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, listeners. It is another week of uh, campfiring. Um, yes, and, and this is... Yep, no Philip in sight this week. He nope. is moving, so he is not with us today. This making this the first official David and Jenny podcast. This is yet to it happen. Is. You can check it off the list right here. Yeah. I feel like we've all been taking advantage of the fact that we have three hosts now and we can take a week off every now and then. Whether it be for <laughs> for spontaneous it's necessary kind of reasons or or just cuz you went. I know you went to Mexico that one week. Mm-hmm, um, I did, and then you were gone one week. I was um, gone. I can't even remember why. I think I, I had. I like think a, it was something a, to do with conflict. work. Yeah, there was some. Sort yeah, of yeah. Work it was. Conflict. It was. It was. I think I was asked to work or something. The but the point being that we can do that because we have uh, three hosts, and it's a. Uh, mm-hmm. it, we know we have confidence in that we're leaving the podcast in safe <laughs> hands while we take a week off. But yeah, so yes. Philip is not with us. It's been a while since. Um, Philip has not been on since, mm-hmm. gosh, last summer, I think, sometime. <laughs> well, this is gonna be this is gonna be a fantastic first David and Jenna episode. So Philip is not with us. He's he's uh, he's moving something uh, in his life. He's moving on from <laughs> he's, something. He's moving to on to something. the next chapter, wherever, whatever that. The next could chapter. Be. But Jenny, it's a week for you and for me as well. Is there anything exciting happening? Well, I'm in the middle of rehearsals right now for my next puppet show. I will be portraying Ripley in the movie parody of Alien. So that opens here in Arizona on May 5th. I think I said May 7th previously, and I've had it wrong this whole time. It's May 5th. Um, Cinco de Mayo. uh, Yeah, it's going to be a very, very busy night. And I'm sure people are going to be in the Cinco de Mayo spirit. Wanting to I, I just think that's enjoy gonna be so our much bar. Fun. Oh, it's going to be a blast! It's our first show back this season, and it's we've it's the second time doing this show, so it's it's I know it's a fan favorite, and I'm excited to see what people think of this new adaptation. Well, uh, just uh, just to fill you in, there's absolutely nothing new going on in my life. <laughs> no, nothing. No interesting sh- stories to share. From Not the last a week? single one. I'm thinking about the whole week that I've had, and absolutely nothing interesting has happened. Um, Nothing beyond the regular. Oh, except for, uh, maybe I already talked about this last week, but Easter Sunday was just the greatest thing ever with my (gasps) niece. Yes, go on. We we hit, like, my brother and I hid the little golden bunnies and the little eggs all around. First inside, and then later after breakfast, we hid them outside as well, and... And then she was, she's like two, like literally two since February. So, mm-hmm. so she's like running around, like finding those little lint golden bunnies. And then when she was looking for others at the other end of the garden, my brother and I were like rehiding them. <laughs> she found the same bunnies like eight times each. That's hilarious. But the, the greatest thing is, is that she had no idea, nor did she care. Uh, she was just having a great time finding bunnies everywhere. That's so Greatest magical. thing ever. Amazing. Absolutely loved it. Well, on the topic of that, then my Easter Sunday was also great. I didn't, I only had one party uh, the Saturday before Easter and it wasn't even Easter themed. I just did. um, I was just uh, visiting my good friend Rapunzel. But on Easter Sunday, we did have a massive 
family Easter brunch. My cousin Sierra, she hosted and she made, she put together this fantastic spread of sweets and savory goods. And we just chow down. She had these chicken cordon blue poppers that she found at Whole Foods. Mm. And there was this cinnamon bake that she put together and there was strawberry. It was just, I had two plates. I couldn't help myself. Oh, it was fantastic. And then we don't have any kids in our family besides uh, her daughter, Ruby. So Ruby got to just sit on the patio and enjoy bubbles being blown in her face. She's adorable. She had a cute little Easter bonnet on. So hopefully when she gets a little older, we can start doing Easter egg hunts and we can start calling the Easter Bunny to come stop by. Coming right into our main topic here. Should we reveal what we're talking about today, David? Please, by all means. <laughs> we are. We have both seen the mm. legendary Super Mario Brothers movie. We both saw it recently, and we. I just have so much to talk about. It was just a treat. Don't you agree, David? <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into it, how about we just put a little summary out there to the universe just to establish what exactly we're talking about. For those who haven't seen it, we want to just keep things... I don't know how spoiler we're going to get, but... Let's start with this summary. So, while on a plumbing job in Brooklyn, brothers Mario and Luigi get sucked down a suspicious green pipe, transporting them into the mysterious Mushroom Kingdom. They lose each other along the way, Luigi getting trapped in the clutches of the villainous, all-powerful Bowser. With the help of some fam- some familiar allies, including warrior royalty Princess Peach. Mario must stop Bowser and his Koopa army from taking over the kingdoms in order to save his brother and return home. How's that for a summary? Excellent. Very good (laughs) summary. Very brief. Covered everything. Yeah, hit all the points. Okay, so let's, I don't know, Jenny, let's review this movie. You know, we we discussed that we were going to review this movie uh, earlier, like from the beginning of the week. Mm -hmm. And uh, Philip has seen this. I know he told me he saw it like a year ago, it was like a an unfinished what? version. Like it was like some sneak, you know, you know, they do like trial yeah. um, just to see how a movie plays for an audience. Yeah. They do like uh, secret showings at like for certain movies and he got to see it. Wow. And yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's why maybe it was like, Hey, I could skip this week. Um, Cause I knew, mm-hmm. I know he felt like he told me he felt like he would have to watch it again. So. Well, I'm sure hmm, it changed a lot over the course of a year. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure it did. Like these animated movies, especially are, are a lot easier to adjust. You know, you don't have to go on to site again and reshoot, you know, mm-hmm. you might have to record some new dialogue. And, and I know the animation wasn't even finished when he saw it. So, um, oh wow, could be that could be that they they, they really hadn't fully decided what they were going to do. Well, even I mean, between us two, we both have different. We've we've both seen different versions of it because I it was unplanned, but I ended up seeing this movie in three D. I got oh, the chance okay. to experience yeah. it all close up and all. Just right. I wasn't sure if you were if you had like looked up that it was different. The European version was different or something. (laughs) No, the you never know. It was a total accident. I totally booked my tickets for the wrong day. So they were like, oh, well, we've got a 3D showing at whatever time we were at. So I was like, oh, "Oh, sure. Why not? Do you like do you in general? Do you like 3D, Jenny? No, (laughs) no. 
I hate it. I hate 3D. It adds nothing to the experience of the movie. Half the time you forget that it's in 3D anyway because it's not even noticeable. Mm -hmm. And then it just like hurts your eyes. It's annoying. It's like, this is not, what, why, you know, why? The only way I could see 3D being worth it if something was specifically made to cater to the three dimensions. Exactly. Yeah. If it's just enhancing it. to the center of the earth. Yeah, Remember exactly. Journey to the Center? Because then there's like like things that actually pop out at you and it's like, whoa, you know, then it's fun. Okay. Anyway, we're getting off track. Yes, but uh, I saw Spike Kids 3D. That was where I was going to go. But anyway, oh, yes, yeah. we're getting off track. Also that one. Also that one. So, All right. Well, okay. So general plot points of this movie. You you went over the summary. <sighs> Jenny, <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's just put it out there now. This movie was obviously made for kids. This was not meant to be for, I mean, it was meant to cater to all ages, but at the the end of the day, the way this movie was structured, it was absolutely meant for kids, children all the way. It's the plot. I would say they did a pretty good job creating a narrative to introduce the world in a cinematic form. It. And it took us, it, it was structured pretty well. We didn't spend too much time in each section of the kingdoms or in Brooklyn where we started off. It was pretty even. I just, <laughs> uh, it, it was just, it was cool to see different interpretations. But in the end, I was just watching this. I was like, oh, this guy's here because he'll be a toy later. Or, oh, that cart's right there because that'll be in this reference, this game later. It was just, it was like, it felt like I was being advertised to a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I I mean, I think that the plot was, um, there's certain things that I, I just, it threw me a lot when, when they, when they started out in like the real human world of Brooklyn, mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. was odd. <laughs> Because we never see uh, a moment. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, because yeah, that's not, that's not from the games. You know that no. they, that was a really. Uh, I don't know if it was a totally original because I know that there was a movie from the nineties. I haven't seen it, but yeah, it was weird to see them in the in the real world. I th- there were some cool uh, plot points. Um, they they I didn't I haven't played a lot of Mario games, but I in the Mario games that I have played, namely especially New Super Mario Bros on the DS. Played mm-hmm. that a million times. <laughs> Me too. Princess Peach was always this sort of helpless princess who needed saving. Mm-hmm. I liked that 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 uh, she was a strong character in this movie. I didn't like that they that they they turned Luigi into this the, into sort of the helpless, hopeless, needs saving character because Luigi was always my favorite character. Yeah, so. but they give him a good arc. There's this arc that he that we yeah, get to see. I guess. Luigi have where I mean it could have it could have been uh, the 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 changes could have been so much more but we got to see a little bit of a of a growing up happen where he's this scared little uh, plumber brother guy into a brave brother trying right. to help save Brooklyn and save all of the Mushroom Kingdom residents. You know what really bothered me was Luigi. What? I could kind of tolerate, but I was so not a fan of Peach's dialogue. It was just. Oh, really? In general, the dialogue in this movie again was just to move the plot along. There's not supposed to be anything deep, but it. Peach just felt like she was saying, "I love Anya, Anya Taylor Joy." By the way, her dialogue was just. It was just basic. Shit. Just like, oh, we have to fight Bowser. Please help us fight Bowser. 
watch out, Bowser, we're going to yeah, fight you. It was it just- kind of felt like dialogue from like NPCs in an actual video game in, in yes. a sense. Like, it's like you're playing Mario and someone's like, we need your help to, to defeat the blah, blah, blah. And it's, yeah, I get that completely. Um, I will say the I like Mario's the way the way he starts out. It's almost like mm-hmm. when you start out playing a new game, or if you start out playing games in general, you're not very good, right? Mm-hmm. And I like I kind of like the arc where Mario doesn't know how to do like backflips and jumps, and and he's not coordinated to to do all the things that he would do in a video game. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like a, a a kid like learning how to play the game. Uh, you know that kind of parallel. I guess was nice, but there was nothing really about the plot that that was surprising. There was no. nothing. There was nothing novel that was done. I guess um, what did throw me was the the spoiler alert. The conclusion of the story kind of it, it takes you back into our world. I'm not even sure I like that. Um, no. I kind of like that Mario and Luigi were now in the Mushroom Kingdom universe. And that they wouldn't then come back to Brooklyn, which already to begin with was weird. But anyway, let's talk Easter eggs, Jenny. That was probably one of my favorite things about the movie was like, I love Mario Kart. I love the, the, I I always played the 2D games, never Mm -hmm. the 3D ones, Mm -hmm. but the, the, the little like 2D scenes where you, where you saw Mario doing his backflips and jumping and, you know, hopping and loved that. I love the Mario Kart sequences. uh, I thought that was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, watching the callbacks to have, like the game, the visual game format. Like I saw Melee at one point show up, seeing the different references to other Nintendo games. So I saw a little Easter egg to Duck Hunt. I saw Icarus pop up. And then also, too, just seeing I was having a field day, seeing all the Donkey Kong franchise characters, because mm. I enjoyed playing the Donkey Kong games when I was younger, too. Seeing Diddy Kong, I screamed. I was like, yes, Diddy Kong! And Dixie Kong and Cranky. Oh, it was so cool to see them. I didn't expect to see them in the movie. I knew Donkey Kong was going to be there, but oh, it, wow. That was that was fun for me. And then the- I do think the fight between Mario and Donkey Kong uh, Jr., right? Was the um, was actually one of the highlights. Oh, definitely. Did they have, just to confirm too, did you see that they're- that the stage they fought on, that was basically the setup for their game, wasn't it? The the game, the original game when they came out, the together, the Donkey Kong and Mario game. Oh, uh, wasn't that I don't basically know. the same setup? I have no idea. No? Never played okay. it. Yeah, I my my gaming knowledge is not very good. So, but I do know that the that spoiler alert coming up in the in our game. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk a little, one of my questions. We've already recorded that. <laughs> it was about what, what, which game, what was the first game? And Donkey Kong was an arcade game, was the first game in that sort of universe. Um, it was an arcade game and Mario appears in that game, but as just as, as technically as the villain for one of the villains or something for Donkey mm-hmm. Kong, which I found fascinating when I was reading up about that. But yeah, so a lot of Easter eggs, which actually I think was, you said the movie's for kids, and I, I don't dis- mm-hmm. don't disagree with you at all. But uh, that was what was in there for the adults, for the people who played these games since the eighties. Mm-hmm. All those like, oh my god, this is just like what I played. You know, they yep. had Rainbow Road in there. They had you know, uh, and like they had Rainbow Road, which is something that's been around since like the early days of of Mario games, Mario mm-hmm. Kart games. 
I and they also had the the yeah. selector, the the cart selector from the newer Mario oh, Kart game. Oh, and they had all the sound bites too. I recognized every single sound that came when they pulled a lever or when they spun the wheel. And also too, we're going to get into this in a moment, but hearing the different characters create the different uh, voice acting sounds that came yeah. with either punching or kicking or or, or right, spinning right. around, but hearing does and it also make too, you mad? Yeah. Does it make you mad that that studios can literally just pull on things from 20 years ago that we enjoyed as children and get you to come see a movie just on that without actually making the movie actually really good? Yeah, it it does bother me a little bit. We've we've gotten yeah. to this whole era of relying on nostalgia to sell it's tickets. It's all yeah, it's all nostalgia. It's all yeah. yeah it's exactly as much as I enjoy it, it does bother me a little bit. Uh, but we're getting, I would say it's pretty, you probably could disagree with me, but it's, there seems to be a good balance of nostalgia box office breakers and original storytelling. Yeah, the, mm, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, like, I guess it just bothers me that Sony will never make a Spider Man movie that people won't go see. <laughs> you know what oh. I mean? Because it's, it's Spider Man. <laughs> you gotta, it's, it's like they they made the Super Mario Bros. movie. What was... They almost actually succeeded. I think with a lot of people, they did actually succeed in getting them to not go see it um, with their casting well, choices. We'll get to that in I a mean, second. Yeah, we'll get to that but, in a second. Uh, but like, you know, beyond that, like if they're making a Super Mario Bros. movie, people who've been playing that game just based on that are going to want to go see it, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had yeah. an absolute blast. I was so for seeing it. And I can totally see where they're going to go with any potential sequels. I mean, we got to see, spoilers, we got to see a two-second moment of our favorite dinosaur, Yoshi. Uh, we didn't see the Yoshi. Mm. We haven't seen him yet. But there was a little nod, and I could totally see them incorporating him into their next potential film. And there's other characters, too, they can branch out I into. I have no doubt. They've got, yeah. we haven't seen Daisy. We haven't seen Birdo. We haven't seen all of those characters that we've grown to love from all of the games. So we'll see who they decide to incorporate next. Me thinks that Bowser Jr. will come into play later, but we'll see. Well, okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the voice acting. Let's talk mm -hmm. about the characters. This was actually a point of contention, I think, for years, for like two years since they announced mm -hmm. that Chris Pratt was voicing Mario, who is not Italian or even Italian-American. He's mm -hmm. from Minnesota, <laughs> uh, and you can hear it. Um, yeah. It bothered me a lot when I heard about it because because there is an increasing emphasis these days in Hollywood about casting people who are actually who actually do represent the culture of the character that they're playing. Yes. And for for whatever reason, that is not afforded to Italian or Italian-Americans, which kind of as an Italian, a part Italian, at least not Italian-American, but Italian-Italian, that does actually bother me a little bit. And and he and then it was revealed that he wasn't going to do the voice. That part didn't bother me as much. Like he, he, did, he tried to do a little bit of a Brooklyn accent, which I guess was enough because listening to Mario voice mm -hmm. for a full movie not sure I'm on board with that. So well, I, yeah. I, I I came round to end up supporting his 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 choice not to do the voice. Um, mm -hmm. but I do I like the casting of Chris Pratt on the face of it bothered me. Well, after seeing the movie, I mean, it didn't sound as bad as I thought it was going to. Yeah, Part he did me, fine. He did fine. Part of me thinks they might have used old uh, footage or old editing. Of the when they made the trailer, 
the mm. the voice sounded so much like Chris Pratt doing the voice. I thought it, you can tell that with everybody, they did some sound editing. So uh, Keegan-Michael Key, who played Toad, his voice was turned all the way up and he spoke super nasally to uh, make it match better with Toad. And same with Jack Black, who played Bowser. They turned He spoke in a deeper voice to play this yeah. large That villain. actually threw me. I, I'd forgotten that it was him. And then only mm-hmm. like halfway through the movie, I was like, hey, wait. It was when he was singing Peaches, actually, which mm-hmm. was another actual actual uh, highlight for me. That song was that tickled me a little bit. It was quite funny. Oh, I've um, been singing nonstop on social media and all of Instagram. I had guests in my bar singing that song, and I was like, "Wait, I've heard that before." Oh yeah, it was when I watched that movie a few days ago. Yeah, it was. It was pretty cool for those who are tenacious D fans. That will give you mm, a nice little yes. moment of enjoyment to hear Jack Black singing again. I think everybody overall did a pretty good job. Like it, in terms, like it was I like fine. The voice. Or yeah, it, yeah, yeah. The 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 voice of Luigi, I thought. That was a great balance between sort of something realistic, something that would fit the movie and what he actually sounded like in the games. Mm -hmm. Uh, Charlie Day, I actually thought, found a nice sweet spot in there, Mm -hmm. which I don't think Chris Pratt quite hit. Same with Jack Black. I think Jack Black did a great job with Bowser. Yeah, overall, I would say the voice acting, I was pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. Again, I think I already touched on this. I think some of the character choices, the way that the plot uh, the characters drove the plot. wasn't a super big fan of. I didn't like that Luigi was for most of the movie just in a cage. Like he's he was always my favorite yeah, character when I played I was really the new for... Super Mario Bros on the DS. I would always yeah. play with Luigi, and once I figured out how you could actually do that, I never played with Mario ever again. I thought it was weird that Bowser wanted to marry Peach. Like I know he kidnapped her all the time in the games. I never realized that he wanted to marry her if that was ever a thing. And it was a weird thing to see in the movie. Well, for all we know, she probably was kidnapped because he probably loved her. But there was no (laughs) indicator about needing to marry her. I think he was just going to steal her and just I always saw it kind of like, you know how like a dragon in in a cave or under a mountain, like Smaug protecting his gold Mm -hmm. just because he wants his shiny gold. Mm-hmm. I always thought of him like Bowser kidnapping Princess Peach to be kind of like that. Like he's just he wants to keep the princess in a cage or locked yep. up in his castle because she's a princess and he wants to lock her in a castle. Never needed to be deeper than that. And I thought that was well, like I didn't hate it, but it was weird. For all we know, it could have that could have been the setup for their plot point to have that grand moment where everyone's all together and the the, the final battle began. I guess, I guess, I guess, yeah. Any other comments on uh, on acting? Uh, just, I really, I know, it, I just, I can't stop thinking about how I was happy with the way they did Peach, but, oh my God, give her some better lines next time, guys. Please. Yeah. It was painful. Yeah, there wasn't much in the way of actual character there. Um, yeah, I, I agree completely. All right, so uh, let's let's do some fun facts before we move on to our final yes, thoughts. Um, so Mario originally was named Jumpman. Uh, <laughs> Jumpman. Jumpman. Ah. Yeah, I reckon this must have been before he ever had an M on his uh, on his hat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, originally called Jumpman. <laughs> uh, he was also originally a com- a carpenter. Oh. Instead of a plumber. Yeah. What made that? Do we know why that switch was made? 
let me have a look. While you do that, I completely forgot to mention that even though Chris Pratt stole the 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 spotlight away from the original voice actor, we do get a little bit of a Easter egg with him as well. He pops up right at the beginning. The, the voice actor for Mario from the games. He's in oh, for, yeah? he has two lines. Oh. Yeah, he pops up at the beginning. So when we are first introduced to Mario and Luigi, and after we see the commercial... He's the one playing on the the game console right there in the in the restaurant. He's the guy who goes wahoo. Oh, that's oh, the original cool. actor. That is so cool. Nice. And then he pops up one well, more time um, at the end. So uh, apparently, it was because uh, in the game itself there was like a the scenery in the background was like underground in in a city or something, and so they mm. decided to turn him into a plumber instead of a carpenter, which made a whole oh, lot more sense. Oh, that and makes he was sense. Running around. In the, in the, in the pipes in the, and the sewers. The sewers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, another fun fact that uh, I already mentioned, uh, he was originally the antagonist in Donkey Kong Jr. in 1980. Mm-hmm. And Mario, Wario, and Luigi voiced by the same man. Oh! And I think that's obviously, that may not have always been the case. I'm sure there's been multiple actors to voice these characters across many different media but um, Mario, Wario, and Luigi voiced by the same man. Wow. That's what a multi-talented voice actor. That's impressive. Wahoo. All right, Jenny. Final thoughts. Final thoughts on the movie. Did you like it? Would you recommend this to people? <sighs> okay. Well, just obviously go in knowing that this is a kid's movie. It's meant to just be a, a moment of, a, of nostalgia for adults. Uh, uh, just a... a moment for us to go and relive the games that we all grew to love i enjoyed it overall i thought it was a blast i was having so much fun seeing all the things pop up on on the screen would i see it again i probably wouldn't it's would you see the sequel yes i would (laughs) 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 yes i would see it Uh, i want to see what they continue to bring to the table in terms of storyline and what other characters maybe they they listen to this podcast episode and they and they write better lines for peach please write better lines for her do do justice for peach justice for peach ah okay well i i you know like i liked it you know i i i played the games when i was little i i I, I watched it and had some real moments of enjoyment. Loved the Easter eggs. Did I did I think it was great? Absolutely not. I I, I when someone no. asked me like, oh, how was it? I said yeah, it was decent. It you was know, fun. It was decent, and that's as much as I'll say about it. Like it was fun. Sure, it was fun to watch. Would I recommend it to people? Mm, <laughs> only very certain people who maybe mm-hmm. have a, carry a lot of nostalgia around those games. And, and that's will we it. see you at? the whatever yes hypothetical unfortunately sequel. yes i will probably be that <laughs> sequel hopefully they recast mario but yeah wahoo the game section is brought to you today by sassy mama sales want to get a blast from the past with a fine vintage item or maybe need a new blender or other household item? Go to eBay and search Sassy Mama Sales located within the eBay stores page for all the greatest finds you'll want for every occasion. Sassy Mama Sales, all one word, all your shopping in one stop. Yes, it's time for the game. And uh, Jenny, 
You brought on a guest. I did. So straight from the good old Sun Devil realm of my alma mater, um, I bring on my good friend and current DM for my Dungeons Dragons campaign. It's Nate Cooch, everyone. Hi, Nate. Thank you for coming onto the podcast. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks, Jenny, and thanks, David, for having me on. Glad to be yes. here. Welcome. Again, thank you so much, Nate, for being here, for joining us for this video game and cinema-themed podcast. We have a couple questions we want to throw your way before we start our game today. I'll go ahead and start. So, Nate, I know you're a huge lover of video games. Uh, so, <laughs> what is there a game that you're looking forward to playing that's coming up? If, if you are, what game is it? Yeah, uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, oh, yes, the that's Wild. a great one. Good choice. The original... <laughs> The, breath, the first one that came out, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, that game was awesome. I mm -hmm. only got to play little bits and pieces uh, with my friend Emily, actually. Um, but I hope someday to be able to play it in full. From what I've seen, the new trailer that came out looks fantastic. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see and hear more. Go ahead, David. What's your question? All right, Nate. This is the first time you and I have ever met, so uh, I don't know you. Are you a cinema person? Do you like film? I, I enjoy film. Mostly as a as a plebeian, not not a a cinematographer. Right. Okay. Okay. So fair enough. Uh, yeah. Jenny was Jenny yeah. was uh, letting me know that uh, you guys met in college and you uh, play. You were. I don't know if I'm butchering this. I don't know Dungeons and Dragons, but you guys partake in the Dungeons and Dragons world. <laughs> yes. And, in the world of fantasy. And, and you also mm -hmm. were in an acapella group together. So you're clearly yep. a big. Uh, well, you're. In the world of the arts. So mm -hmm. here's a cinema question for you because that's that's where I live in the yep. cinema world, I guess. What is a movie from the quote-unquote previous generation, as they say, that makes mm -hmm. you wonder how cinema ended up where it is? Now, this could go either way. Maybe you think cinema has gotten better uh, since the, you know, the old days. Mm -hmm. Maybe you think it's gotten a whole lot worse. So just a movie that, that, you, that you look back on and wonder, like, wow things used to be different. Yeah. Um, I would say Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Wow. One of my, <laughs> one of my favorite movies growing up. And I don't know. I feel like comedies just aren't made that way anymore. They really I aren't. Think. They really aren't. And, and also I feel like this generation doesn't appreciate that type of comedy. It's interesting. I, I, I've seen a lot of my Monty Python stuff that I find hilarious Monty Python and the Holy Grail, I watched and I found painful. I could not. I could I, not enjoy it. I think I watched it when I was young enough where it, like, I didn't internalize how painful it was. The cringe just made it better. Right, right. I think you really have to either be – like I think if I watched it high, I would enjoy it a lot. <laughs> I think that there's – yeah. Being high and being a kid are very similar states of being. They really are. That's true. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> Logic goes out the window. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't need a coherent plot. You know, just just some dry humor and some uh, some situational humor, and that's all you need. <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. Great answers. We got to know you a little, just a just a touch, Nate. Mm -hmm. And now we're gonna play a game. So I've created a game, and in this episode, we reviewed the the new Super Mario Bros. movie. I, don't, I can't even, you know, like every time I think about it, I can't remember what the actual title is. Is it the Super Mario Bros. I the think, movie or 
I think Super it's Mario the- Bros. movie or the movies. I don't you know. know. It's Google in is my head. telling me. Google is telling me the Super Mario Bros. movie. The Super Mario. The Bros. Super Mario Bros. Movie. movie. That makes sense. That makes sense. Let's um. That's okay. good. We have so clarification. Anyway, there is a whole world behind this movie. And we're going to play a game that I kind of tried to structure around a Mario game in a very loose, basic way. So in a sense, it's multiple choice game. However, you are going to be getting one ups and losing lives. So you get a one up (gasps) if you answer a question correctly. And you lose a life if you answer a question incorrectly. Okay. And you are racing to three. I only have eight questions prepared. So... If neither of you reach three, uh, which is very possible, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we'll try our best. <laughs> then, <laughs> then it'll be whoever's ahead at that point wins. Now, who gets to go first? So uh, uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna t- there might not be an even number of turns in this in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whoever gets there first, so one person might who goes first has a might have an advantage. Uh, whoever gets there first will win. And who gets to go first? Whoever can get closest to the year when the first Super Mario Bros. game was released. Oh. So since you're our guest, Nate, I'll let you go first. Take a guess. Take a a guess at which year Super Mario Bros. game, the original, was released. Okay. Oh, wow. The original, I'm going to have to say... 1980. 1980. Jenny. Oh, that was... I wasn't even close to thinking that num- that year. Um, I will say... I'll keep in the same decade then. How about 1986? You guys hit either side of this. So it's between <laughs> the two of you. <laughs> Who's closer? The year... <clears throat> the, well, that's, that's the question, isn't it? Who's closer? Drum roll, please. The year is 1985. Jenny, oh, Jenny will get to go oh, first. Sweet, oh, Jenny. Dang. At the moment, this game is yours to lose. First question. What does Yoshi love to eat? Lawson. Is it A, flowers, B, mushrooms, C, fish, or D, fruit? <gasps> oh, so I'm going first, yes? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to say fruit, D. Okay, D, fruit. Nate, what do you think? I think D, fruit as well. That is a point apiece, a one-up apiece, I should say. A one. Each of you Woo! has a one life. Let's see who can get to three. Question two. I hope this isn't too easy. Oh, dear. Uh, what? <laughs> are you guys really familiar with the Mario world? Not particularly. I mean, no, but I've played enough Mario content to have a basic grasp of everything. So I'm not like a okay. Super Mario okay. super fan. All right. Yeah. In many Mario games, a certain variant of the Koopa flies through the air in a cloud, throwing down spiny eggs to the ground around the player. Mm-hmm. What are these Koopas called? Oh. A flupas, B laticus, C spinies, or D bauzinos. <laughs> Jenny. Oh, 
Oh, Zeno's. Oh my god, that's so funny. Um, I'm. My gut is saying option one or option two. Can you repeat those two for me? A. Flupas, or B. Laticus. Oh, okay. My brain thinks is my gut's telling me option A because it sounds like it's a weird mash of the name of Koopa. And it indicates flying because it starts with F and L. So I'm going to go with Flupas. Mm-hmm. All right, Nate. I'm going to go with B, Lockatoo. Lockatoo. All right, A and B. One of you is correct. And it is Nate! Lockatoo. Oh, don't know what it means. Don't know where it came from. But that is apparently the name of those little characters. Which means you get a one-up, Nate. Ooh. And I might decide that we play to like four or five because otherwise this game is going to be over real quick. <laughs> so wait, did you make up those other options, the other names? Uh, Flupa, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Bauzinos, yes. <laughs> uh, but the other ones, no. Spinies, yeah, spinies yeah. are the things that they throw. Or the they they throw down spiny eggs and then, and then those into- then un, like, uncurl into spinies, apparently. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what was the first game set in the Mushroom Universe? A. Super Mario Bros. B. Donkey Kong. C. Diddy Kong. Or D. Mario Party. Jenny. Ooh. Well, that's the real question, though, because Donkey Kong and those Donkey Kong and Mario were kind of they were together very early on, so. That, mm-hmm. that makes me intrigued as to when that could be. I'm just going to say, I mean, I'm trying to think of that game. I don't think we ever see a moment indicating that it would be in the Mushroom Kingdom. So the Donkey Kong and Mario game. I'm going to go with... Mushroom Universe. Hmm? Yes, the Mushroom, Mushroom universe. universe. Thank you. Not the Mushroom Kingdom necessarily. I'm just going to go with Super Mario Brothers, the first one. I'm going to go with Donkey Kong. I, I vaguely remember some trivia point where it was Mario Jumpman Mario first appeared, I think, in like one of those old arcade games. And it was the one where you have to get to Donkey Kong by hopping yes. over the barrels through the girders and stuff. So I think it's Donkey Kong. B, Donkey Kong is correct. Well oh, done, Nate. Nice, Nate. You've reached three. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think this game is terrible because I feel like it was over so quickly. Uh, <laughs> Nate, you're just in on your in on your your Mario knowledge. Um, uh, how should we do this, guys? I don't want. I, I, I've got like five more questions left. Uh, well, how about we can... you give me two more questions and see if I can t- if I can tie up. Claw it back. Yeah. Okay, so the lead is three to one. Well, well, actually, three to zero because you lost yeah. a, a life. So well, three to zero. We're gonna we're gonna see if you can make it back, and if Nate can get these questions wrong, because otherwise, right. uh, otherwise, we'll Nate, see. you are crowned the winner. I mean, I think really, Nate, you're the winner anyway. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. We'll make it entertaining. And yeah, see, we gotta. See we gotta. Happens. The content has to be more than than. Uh, Listen, than what three happened with last surely. week's episode? Yeah. I want to see if we can do a round two of this. <laughs> what What are you referencing from last week, Jenny? Oh, just the I was um, trekking behind, and then I was able to come back on. Oh top yeah, the that's right. That's right. Yeah, we were playing a game, Nate, and I mm-hmm. got the first two. Like I won the first two points. Our guest 
got the next two points and tied the game with me. And Jenny was trailing. Jenny was done. Mm-hmm. Jenny was out. <laughs> until so she thought. wasn't. Right. Oh, dang. And then she came back and won. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm, I'm right. trying to keep my fingers crossed for this next round. Go ahead, David. Who created the Mario character? A. Satoshi Nakamoto. B. Shigeru Miyamoto. C. Gunpei Yakoi. Or D. Jonathan Blow. Or Blau. Mm. Jenny. Can you repeat the first two names, please? Satoshi Nakamoto. Shigeru Miyamoto. Ooh, those names are very similar. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go with my gut, and I will say option A. Satoshi Nakamoto. Nate, do you have an, an inkling? Miyamoto. Uh, I think I've seen YouTube videos or interviews where he's the creator of Mario. Mm-hmm. Well, you're absolutely correct. Yes, Shigeru Miyamoto is the famous creator of Mario, the character. Uh, Gunpei Yakoi also were, uh, it was a game designer for Nintendo. And uh, Satoshi Nakamoto is the, was the, the pseudonym, or we, know, we don't know what this person's real name was, but Satoshi Nakamoto is the creator of Bitcoin. Uh, and then Jonathan oh, Blow is just uh, an American game designer. Uh, I don't like so. my choice anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jenny, you remain Jenny's at zero points because we're not going to give yeah. you negative points. Okay. You remain at zero. Okay. Nate, you are sitting pretty at four. Let's just power through the rest of these questions. Nate, you are a winner. Uh, I'm having too let's much just fun. See. Let's just keep going. Yeah, let's just let's just see how how Jenny. Maybe you can claw back some some. Uh, I'll I'll try to redeem myself a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what color is associated with Mario and Luigi's rival Waluigi? A yellow, B pink, C orange, or D purple? Oh, purple! Absolutely purple. That's one point for me. Thank you, Nate. It's purple. It's purple wow. indeed. Wow. Uh, Jenny, you get a one up. You get a one up. You're. A- you're sitting at one point. Nate, congratulations, you're at five points. <laughs> According to the 1993 Super Mario Bros. movie, what is the last name of Mario and Luigi? Oh, is it A, Mario, B, Fratelli, C, Tubo, or D, Fungi? Oh my gosh, I don't... I have the, I have the slightest idea. I didn't even know he had a last name, to be honest with you. According to that movie and some other sources, he does. Whether that's considered canon or not, I actually didn't read that much into it. But I know that <laughs> that movie decided to name him. Like, give him an actual oh. last name. Oh, my gosh. And okay. Luigi, obviously, being his brother. Well, I'm going to go with Fratelli. Fratelli. Nate. Mm-hmm. Something's telling me Jenny's got this right, but I've got to go with Mario Jumpman Mario. I'm going to go with last name of Mario. <laughs> Nate can't miss his last name, oh. according to that movie, is Mario. He's Mario Mario, and his brother is you Luigi gotta Mario. you got to be kidding me. I'm not kidding you. It's so weird. If you've watched any clips from that movie, it's extremely weird. It's live action. Wait, this is really what strange. year was this movie out? 1993. Oh, this yeah. is the John Leguizamo movie. Yes. Could be. Maybe. Could be. I've never, I've never seen it, and so I was like, I had no idea. But I've heard no, Mario, I've heard some, Mario, and <laughs> I've heard some weird information about this movie. Yeah. The 
I know weird. that I know that Peach is not even involved. Apparently, there's this whole thing about Daisy shows up because yeah, Daisy, Daisy is yeah. Luigi's romantic interest, and they were like, "Oh, Mario can't have a romantic interest. He's apparently." They considered him too old to have romantic interest because I think it was played by Bob Hoskins, mm. which I disagree. I cannot believe they left Peach out. That's ridiculous. Anyway, well, anyway. Fratelli, <laughs> Fratelli, Tubo, and Fungi are all Italian words. Fratelli meaning brothers, Tubo meaning tube, and uh, or pipe, and Fungi meaning mushrooms. I made all of those up, uh, but yeah. I thought they might make sense to, if you thought about yeah, it. Yeah, Fratelli a actually yeah. works a lot better Fratelli than Mario. Could work Mario. Really well. Yeah, Mario and <laughs> Luigi Fratelli sounds sounds way better than Mario Mario. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Maybe this is a tougher question if you didn't play the games a lot. Of what color combination is the mushroom that turns the game characters into the mega versions of themselves? Oh. I.e. Mega Mario or Mega Luigi. Is it A yellow? B, yellow and purple, C, mm. yellow and red, or D, yellow and blue? Jenny. I'm going to go with yellow and red. That sounds familiar. Nate. I'm going yellow and red as well. I vaguely remember that being the ones where you hit it and it goes... Boop, boop, Nate boop, boop. can't miss yellow and red. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, man. Is there anything you don't know about the Mario games? Uh, I guess we'll There's got to be something, but... <laughs> I haven't found it yet. I haven't found it yet. What is the name of Bowser's son? Is it A, Bandit, B, Bowser Jr., C, Baby Bowser, or D, Koopa Kid? I'm going to say Bowser Jr. Okay. Nate. Yep, Bowser Jr. Bowser Jr. Correct. <laughs> yep. I think that lands, that lands Nate at a whopping... Eight points, and Jenny, I think you finished at three. Yes, I got three, a couple I back. I got a couple back. Three or four. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it matters. Uh, no, Nate is obviously the clear winner. It's definitely. I think we we've established that no matter how I'd set the parameters for this game, Nate, you would have you would have taken the dub. Now I just want so to say if this go. was a Pokemon theme trivia. I would have slam dunked so hard, but not Mario. It's apparently, well, and, a and good if it was a horror band. movie one. I would have been. I would have been. Just, oh yeah, Nate knows. Yeah, so I, I got luck of the draw on that. It doesn't suit me at all, Nate. I do try to make these fair. It wouldn't suit me at all to give Jenny an advantage. <laughs> so, so no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily go dive into a horror movie as a as a trivia subject unless I knew she was facing up against uh, uh, someone worthy of the task. Yeah, another aficionado. Exactly. All right, Nate, congratulations. You've come on the podcast. You've uh, you've you've slapped Jenny around with your Mario knowledge and just wow. Okay. You threw your blue shell at me and just whacked me out of yep. Rainbow Road. Oof. That you did. Oof. On the contrary, Jenny, uh, the blue shell only goes to people who are in first place. <laughs> um, he was in oh. first place. Yeah, no, but he wouldn't have been able I wouldn't to have gotten it. Blue shell. Yeah. You would have yeah. had to blue shell me if you came yeah, exactly. back. Exactly. That's what uh, you did last week, Jenny. You blue shelled uh, Aaron and I. Uh, but anyway, okay, so the game. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nate, for joining us for this uh, this fun game. And uh, is there anything that you would like to plug or, pr- or promote before you... Uh, before you sign off here. No, no. All Just right, well. Glad to be on, glad to play. All right, well, uh, we hope to have you on again at some point in the future. 
Yes, that back. was so much fun. Thank you so much, Nate, for joining us. You're the best. Love you, friend. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you at the next campaign play round. <laughs> <laughs> We have a little uh, game here that we're going to play. We can't call it by its actual name because, uh, you know, uh, copyright, but we're just going to call it Blanks. Now, what I'm going to do here is, David, I'm going to name categories of words that I'm looking for, and I need you to fill in the blanks for a story I put together. I will say no. I try my best to find a Super Mario theme story, but I had no luck. They were all epic novels of adventures, and I was like, Really? Not Mario just doesn't go to the grocery store and that's it? But we found something along the lines of a superhero-themed or a hero-themed adventure to keep it brief. So what I'm looking for first, David, is a silly name. Uh, Winkle McSqueezy. What a guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, give me an unrealistic profession. Uh um, well, <laughs> uh, superhero plumber. Whoa, there we super, go. Super plumber. We'll call. Let's keep super the Mario plumber. going. Yeah, let's make it yeah. Mario theme. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Okay, give me a country. A country. Uh, let's go with Greece. Greece. All right. Give me another silly name, please. I'm I'm trying to decide whether I want to go dirty with this or not, mm. Jenny. Well, all I'm going to say to that is Philip's not here. He's <laughs> he's, he's going to just edit I'm going to go later, with Mike so. Mike Oxard. Mike Oxard. Yeah, we can go whatever level with this. <laughs> Philip's not here to edit us, so. <laughs> Philip right. likes to keep things PG-ish. Yeah. Mm, well, he's he again, I'll say it again. He's not here yeah. to tell he's us. On, he's on no a little thanks. moving vacay. So he'll have a real blast listening to this later. So give me a color. Magenta. Oh, adjective. Aggressive. Oh, adverb. Slyly. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna need another silly name, David. <laughs> My goodness. I know. Um... If we want to, if we want to keep on the theme of of the Mario universe, we could just throw in character names here too. Uh, let's go. Yeah. Well, let's go with uh, uh, Princess Peach. But when you think of Peach, I want you to think of like a nice, round, juicy peach. <laughs> okay. So putting real emphasis on the peach. On the peach. Yeah. Well, this is Princess Peach, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. Well, we've we'll, got one more silly name I need from you. Okay. Uh Let's go with Donkey Schlong. Excellent. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> moment moment here, David. We've, we're asking for a body part. Oh, no. Booty. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so we're going to use the second silly name, so I will fill that in for right now. A U.S. city. A U.S. city. I don't think there's anything super like Super Mario themed, so I'm gonna go with Memphis. <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee. Yep. Excellent. All right, and then there's one more silly name, but I'm just gonna do one. 
for fun. Well, tell us what it is. Tell us what it is as you're writing it. I'm just going to, the silly name is Joe. Just Joe. Just that's Joe. That's his name. Why, do, why, doesn't it, why, don't you, why don't you do Just Joe? Ooh, Just Joe. I like him. it. And then we have three more to go here, David. So we need a verb. Spank. Excellent. We need a noun. Spatula. Spatula. My mind's still on spanking. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last thing I need from you is a formerly badass actor that now selling out. Oh, no. Um, I know. I guess Vin Diesel. I think if he does one more Fast and Furious movie, I just can never take him seriously again. Are you ready? I am. I am ready. So, meet our hero, Winkle McSquizze, a super intelligent super plumber. A run-in with the Greece military leads him to create his alter ego, Mike Oxard. A ooh, <laughs> a magenta supergiant capable of great destruction. He slyly battles the military with his girlfriend, Princess Peach. Eventually, it is discovered... <laughs> That our hero's longtime colleague, Donkey Schlong, distinguished by his booty, (laughs) is trying to turn Mike Oxar into a weapon, leading to a climatic, if pointless, battle in downtown Memphis with an evil version of the same giant alter ego called Just Joe. Eventually, the enemy is subdued. By spanking him with a spatula. <laughs> in the final reel, Vin Diesel appears to propose joining him in a conquest. There you have it. With there our generic you have it. Comic super plumber movie. I can't wait to write the script for that. The full, the full franchise. I can, I can, I can feel it in the air. It's on its way. That slaps. Jenny, this is, uh, of course, the part of the show where we bring a little piece of entertainment, whether it be a song, movie, TV show, or, hey, could be something else, uh, that we have recently had a a run-in with that we think you should check out. So I've brought a song today, and it's called Swim. Swim by Late Night Episode. It is a very awesome indie song and i think it slaps oh well i'm keeping on the theme of a song this week i want to highlight one of my personal favorite bands Uh, they are no longer called by this name but at one point they were called tupperware remix party they are now um, going by their abbreviation twrp they have an amazing collection of songs they are a band built by intergalactic beings Uh, be inspired by 80s rock and disco one of the songs i want to highlight i probably mentioned a couple of times on this podcast but this is the first time please go listen to feels pretty good it's from their album together through time it's a lovely almost fully instrumental and it's it incorporates a relaxing sound of the beach there's some amazing saxophone playing in the background 
and there's a lovely little robot singing solo it just it brings the good vibes it relaxes you it gets you in the groove at the exact same time i say that's a good time go listen to feels pretty good by twrp because that slaps well we wrap things up it's been mario and luigi rific and it's time to bring the episode to a close. So uh, before we do that, we have a few thank yous that we want to dish out. First of all, to Cass and Crossland and Jake Corlang for the music on the show. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks to Ryan Ardell and to Josh Hans for a, all of the audio bits that you get to hear throughout the show. And thank you to you, the listener, for tuning in. Uh, make sure you find us on our socials at The Three Tenths. And you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, recommend us to your friends. Spread the word. We've got over 100 episodes, and most of them are timeless, so go back and check them out. Again, you can find us everywhere. Just uh, just don't go looking on Pandora, because screw you, Pandora. Well, welcome to our kingdom. We have the Kong family all here. We've got Donkey Kong. We've got Diddy Kong. We've got Dixie Kong. We've got Cranky Kong. And also, we got long-lost cousin Bear Kong. Oh, wait. That's just a bear. How'd he get in here? 